Hi there and welcome to episode 75 of the ADHD Adults Podcast. It's soon going to become very clear that the illusion we record these on different days um, is shown up for what it is because we're still in the same room and these two, have we gone past 12 seconds, 15 seconds, arseholes are still going to touch arseholes me. Arseholes isn't a swear. Well, according to YouTube, it is. These two arseholes are still going to annoy me um, deliberately. So this is obviously our Thursday episode, just the seemingly continuing now experiment of adding an extra 40 minutes of utter rubbish to your lives. I'm James Brown. As usual, I'm joined by the Hannibal Lecter <laughs> of poorly delivered ADHD information, Dr. Alex Connor, and the absolutely normal in every way, Mrs. ADHD. Alex, hi. Was Hannibal Lecter the elephant one? Now, I, I would imagine that you've studied every psychopath in the history of serial killers and therefore you know that is not correct and that he was fictional. Yeah, I do know that, yeah. Yeah, and Mrs. Hannibal was fictional. He didn't have the elephants. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he did. He went over the Alps. Elephants are fictional. He went for the Alps. <laughs> he did. He went for the Alps with the elephants. It... <laughs> Himalayas. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, no, no, he was real, but Hannibal Lecter was fictional. Oh, right. Oh, okay, mm. fair enough. Jesus. Wait. Wasn't he Jodie Foster? <laughs> Hi, Sam. Hiya. Okay. You're a bit Al. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's really second. Sam, James is ADHD. I feel like that too. It's so strong that if you take a, a tiny breath of, I would say less than a third of a second, James goes, well, why has nobody said anything? I'll fill it with showing off. A reminder that we started the podcast because we wanted to talk about science and evidence for stuff that was always said about ADHD. But people ask for more personal. I mean, questions. do they? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Do they? Yeah. Okay. Not anymore. The anymore. They're asking for less now. <laughs> yeah. I think there's enough. There's enough of that. Uh, luckily, we do have time for an extra one on the Thursday now because I've made the choice not to be university academic anymore. <laughs> My second choice, to be fair. But they were quite insistent. So, <laughs> James is still an, an, uh, an academic, but, well, he's, he's not only academic. It's like when they make, you know, a cat a doctor on the telly. It's, it's like one of them. It's exactly that. It is, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Sam is also here because she just thinks we're watching telly. <laughs> uh, that's not um, far off the truth. Anyway, <clears throat> this fake pair of Adidas trainers that have four stripes and your mum bought them from Kidderminster Market and now you're getting beaten up of a podcast <laughs> is also a tragedy in three parts. That's not why you were beaten up, but the two are unrelated. <laughs> I've beaten up more than yeah, more. yeah. We'll discuss how the week between podcasts has been. It, I mean, it has been a week, hasn't yeah, it, I suppose, been. from our perspective as people with ADHD and um, as people involved in the ADHD community. We'll answer some questions from that community. So remember to send your questions to on the socials or the Discord. And one of these two will pick ones that make them look good, probably. Um, and we'll talk about this week's podcast theme, which was. ADHD and headaches and migraines. Didn't remember. Why yeah. fuck off? Why we chose it and how we feel about it. Bored. Yeah. Um, right. So as always, we'll start with how was your week? <laughs> as always, I'll ask you how your week was and nobody will ask me. Why don't we ask true. you first then? Yeah. How was your week? Um yeah, how was your week, James? Yeah. How was your week? <laughs> how's your week, mate? <laughs> yeah, how was your week, James? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean you had a good week. <clears throat> It's been a busy week. Yeah. It's been a busy week. Um, so obviously um, the tour that I'm doing and sometimes he manages to shoehorn his way into and, and, tell, and tell people that it's our tour. Exactly. Um, we, we, did, we did an event which was really good in Bath or Bath. Oh, yeah. As they say 
don't know. Oh, that I guess. was good. It was know. lovely. I'd like to go back to Bath. Yeah, and that was good. Um, Johnny Vegas and Sue Perkins uh, announced they had ADHD, and that led to a flurry of media work. So I managed to um, represent our charity on a number of different media channels. That you did entirely on your own, you media whore. Because I actually check emails. Uh, I do all the emails. Okay. Oh, so you're checking some emails and you're just choosing the, the three, one. Right. The oh, media work. Say. I'll answer that yeah, one yeah. and I'll leave the rest to Sam. Good one. As I was saying to Trisha Goddard. That is that is literally true. <laughs> <laughs> if I see if I see the one that says we're filming something or recording something, I will immediately answer Brilliant. it before he does say, yes, of course, I'm completely free. Brilliant. Before he does would be three weeks though, wouldn't it? Yeah, of course it would. <laughs> and the journalistic time frame is not like yeah. that. So it's been it's been it's been a busy week. It's been a good week actually. I'm getting back to normal after Robert from Kidderminster's passing and, and think, yeah, things are good. And, um, and Sam's Nan to a lesser extent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. That's the money. That was the implication. Well, for, well for the implication. <laughs> you used to say that, aren't you, Al? Sam, what about you? What are your week? Oh, God. I had a really bad week last week. I was really low. I was stressed out and anxious. I, I was just getting angry at everything, even my own skin. I wanted to rip it off. And I couldn't, I just couldn't cope with things. My ticking was worse. My ADHD got worse I was just really overwhelmed with everything and it was just awful and I said to James at one point I, I can't live like this anymore I can't imagine ever being happy or not stressed ever again and I don't want to live the rest of my life being happy and and and, and stressed all the time and and then and then I came on my period and felt <laughs> a lot better and but I think it's easy to forget though because we're like flies, we live in a different time zone. <laughs> she always but, says and, that. And ev- things that are temporary. Flies don't live in a different time zone. She always says that. Flies live in a different time They do. <laughs> like, we're like they flies. Like, like we're like an hour ahead of <laughs> <laughs> No, their time zone is different to ours. So they think that they're moving really slowly, but to us, they're moving really fast. And we're like that. This term time zone, I don't think it means what you think it means. <laughs> Good one. Anyway. We forget that we live in a different time zone, yeah, like flies, fly. don't we? So we think that temporary things, they seem to last forever. And we think that they're going to be like that forever and we're never going to change. But everything is temporary, good and bad, as you two keep telling me. Annoyingly, that, that it, it is sort of true as well, isn't yeah. it, what she's saying? And yeah. hormones affect everything. They do. And yeah. we forget that. So every... However, any whenever I don't please as often anymore, so it's not every month. But I forget every time that I'm like this every single time, yeah. and our hormones are fluctuating all the time, and those fluctuations just make everything so much worse. And this week's been a bit shit too, but it's rag week, so. So I just it obviously Sam and I talk occasionally, sometimes, sometimes. And when she was particularly low, was it two nights ago? I can't remember when she was particularly low. And I, and I tried to remind, we're both fans of the comedian, Jim Jeffries. And one of his bits is about him and his child saying, well, I guess this is me now. And I had to say that to her to remind her that all the time she'll be like, well, this is it. I'm never going to be happy. This is my life now. This is, it's just oh shit. Just and then the next myself. day she'll be bouncing like the fucking Duracell bunny, really happy and great. And I have to remind her that that moods are often temporary and transient and, you know, moods 
lability, if you like, being happy and then sad yeah. is very common in ADHD. It's one of the reasons it gets misdiagnosed as bipolar so often. Yeah. I've spent two hours in your company last night where you said, I will never be happy again. And then an hour and a half later, I could hear you squealing at something James was saying, laughing your heads up. <laughs> Ridiculous. Um, what about you, Alex? really weird so so um obviously after the alcohol episode i got a lot of uh love and kindness and i'm, I'm... did you ever respond to any of those messages <laughs> to... <laughs> no none of them led to me being on five lives so i didn't fucking bother <laughs> no i did and i was hugely grateful um, and i i am still still not um today drinking just for today and that's good and one day at a time it's awful <laughs> i never felt physically better <laughs> 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 it's weird i hate it because it's so hard thing but also at the same time i'm sleeping better feeling better moods better everything's better yeah, and it's, I, horrible. it's fucking horrible it's like me with my debt i hate my life i might as well kill myself it's nothing, no, it's it's nothing, nothing like that it's nothing like that because like i don't feel better in any way no. but there, there are i suppose vague similarities to the opioid story that i talked about yeah but, but i really did not want to give up opioids yeah. but actually it made my life way better because i stopped having migraines i, I didn't want to admit the alcohol thing but in case someone took the alcohol that i didn't want yeah. away it's ridiculous yeah. i didn't want it so i also had a weird weekend because i had loads of visitors lovely people that um well that relatives obviously because i'm only friend yeah <laughs> thanks and they were all drinking because i want to live normal life you know I, they did not say or oh, we won't at all but i said no please do and they were all drinking all the time and i wasn't and i was all right i was okay with yeah. it i had substitutes good ones heroin <laughs> 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 no, like, <laughs> that makes me sound much cooler than yeah. the mum alcohol free wine I actually had. <laughs> and I liked it, you know, I liked that I was the, I didn't get tired, I was up till 11, which for me is unbelievable. Wow. So that was, yeah, but uh, yeah, fucking dreadful. So uh, that, that was my week, good. And I'm here with you two. In I know, yeah, well. it's absolutely lovely. lovely. Don't think it makes for a podcst for anyone, but we, we're, no, happy. we're happy. we're having a lovely time. <laughs> which leads me to part question two, it always asks you this yeah. one, which I'm going to come to you, Sam, first, because I don't care what James has to say. Which sure. is, um, and try and listen to the question. What stupid thing have you been doing instead of what you were supposed to be doing? Well, mm. Alex, yeah. when I was at New Street Station on our way to Bath, I came out, I was supposed to be coming out of the women's toilet, but instead I followed a man into the men's <laughs> toilet. So I was walking out of the women's toilet and then there was a man and I just presumed he was going out, so I just followed him. Just remember there's a microphone. Oh, yes. Yeah, if, so... if you're going to walk away and, and reenact it, the microphone's here. Because it's an audio media. <laughs> Yeah, so I just followed him into the men's toilet and everybody at the urinals just stared at me and wow. then I walked out. I mean, did they? Because you look like a German man. That's this true. is the start of a new game, which is anecdote <laughs> or alibi. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Wow. Um, and I should have been cleaning and tidying the house to prepare for guests, including you, to arrive this week. Hello. But instead, just to give myself a little bump of dopamine to get myself going, I was Terrible. just painting... <laughs> I was just painting random bits of my office wall without preparing anything yeah. at all. Oh, yeah. I've seen them on the radio. Yeah, it all over. filling in holes so, so there. Just, just, that, on that note, on that, on that note, last night when we were in bed, Sam said, first of all, she said, like five minutes before we go to sleep, I might paint the ceiling <laughs> now. 
And I had to I feel really energized. I yeah. want to paint the scene. And I had to convince her not to. But you also said you get your painting's getting better. My cutting in was amazing. I don't think you need to use tape. Tape around woodwork makes it everything makes worse. worse. And then he said, but obviously I have spilt paint everywhere and splashed it everywhere. <laughs> yeah, but that's nothing to do with my cutting in. My cutting in was fucking great, honestly. I have no idea. And just to be clear, I don't want to know. When you're doing <laughs> straight edges, when you're doing straight edge, like uh, against Round the, edges. Around the ceiling and around the You know, some people board. use tape. My yeah. cutting end is Boston, as they say, around these parts. You're splashing on the radio. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'm putting up pictures. Forgot that my friend was coming over as well. But she proved handy. Because as I was filling in holes and stuff, she was going, remember you're supposed oh, to clean and tidy in Skeletor? Yeah, she was really, thanks Skeletor. So she kind of kept me on track, not fully. I didn't get it all done, but I got a lot done. And I was supposed to be waiting for my friend to arrive from Barcelona and thought, I've got no heating in the car, so I better go and buy her a jumper. So I was at the airport already yeah. and then thought, I'll go and find a nearby shop to get a jumper yeah. from. Because airports famously don't have shops. <laughs> they, oh, I didn't think of that. Anyway, I drove away from the airport, found the nearest like town centre, was walking around there, and then she was messaging me saying, where are you? I'm at the airport. So I was like, I'll just come back now. I was trying to find you a jumper. I've been unsuccessful. And then realised I was in the electric car and I'd used all the miles up and going somewhere else. So then on the way back, I had to keep taking my foot off the pedal to get... Um, Stuff back into the car. Did you, did you say the bread pedal? Because Alex is just so <laughs> amazing. Like, amazing. <laughs> Let, let's let's go behind the scenes. Sometimes, because it's an audio medium, I'll write an editorial comment for James that we'll respond to. But Sam wrote it while she was talking, and I wrote the word bread on a page. So she just read out the word bread. bread. <laughs> you are Ron Burgundy. <laughs> go fuck yourself <laughs> James what about you what stupid thing have you been doing so, of... so obviously lots of media stuff Al. Uh -huh. um, I think so there was uh, BBC radio commentary in Warwickshire interestingly the second time I've been on that show to talk about ADHD with a host who thinks she may have ADHD who didn't remember that I'd been on to talk about <laughs> which ADHD is which pretty much yeah. shows that she's got ADHD um, talking to the lovely Laura McGee on uh, Radio 5 Live, Al. That's a national radio station. <laughs> I hate you isn't so it? Um, Having a good chance. And then the Calamitous, I suppose. Uh, it's lovely to talk to Trisha Goddard. Yeah. Talk TV, not maybe the best outlet, but um, and, it, and it froze at the end. And they cut you off. They had me on late, and therefore I had about five minutes to talk. They specifically, it was their podcast section. Tell us about your podcast. And one of the greatest moments of my life is Trisha Goddard reading out... <laughs> Join Alex the psychoeducation monkey, <laughs> which was just fucking perfect. But you know, I didn't get to talk about the podcast. No, I didn't talk about the podcast the exactly, way. but she got to read out your name. Oh, God. And it also included Sam, but didn't mention this is ADHD. The only other thing I want to talk about is this morning, obviously, Alex is staying with us. I can't have bread in the house because I'm a binge eater and I will eat all the bread. So Alex said, Oh, can I have some toast? No, we haven't got any bread. Right, okay. So I said, oh, okay, it's, it's, it's like 6.30. I'll drive you to Sainsbury's or whatever. We drove well, it was to, Sainsbury's. Yeah, we drove to Sainsbury's and we got there at two minutes to seven. Yeah. And Alex went, oh, it's not, it's closed. Oh, yeah, it opens at seven. So rather than waiting two minutes. We didn't discuss it, did we? No, we didn't. We didn't discuss it. Rather than waiting two minutes and then going in and getting a loaf of bread, we got back in the car, drove to the nearest garage, which was the Sainsbury's garage. They didn't have any bread. 
then drove a circuitous route to the next garage yeah. where they didn't have any bread. No. And then where I had to say, get a fucking sandwich or something. Which I did. And then, so in like 18, 20 minutes of driving, <laughs> well, you could have just, we could have just walked into Sainsbury's. Two men couldn't get a load of no, exactly. to, be, to be fair to us, two minutes may, may not be a real. What? Yeah, to be Sorry. Uh, think from letter, letter Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and you should just ruin your. <laughs> but that's your job. Your job is to ruin the flow. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Someone's got to do it. <laughs> yeah. Is that me? Was that my bit? It was your bit. Yeah. Yeah. Two. Yeah. Two grown men can't buy a loaf of bread. That's like the tagline for ADHD or a really it bad. It sounds porno. like a porn. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't it? Um, Alex, what about you? Well, certainly not getting angry about you doing all the media interviews, despite me not kicking the media all the time. Not getting angry, not being jealous, not burning with envy at all. Not that, though. All I would have to do would be to engage and do the admin, which is simple, but for me, weirdly, in this block. And then I'd, you know, also be a big vampire show off. <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, without alcohol, I've got so much time. Oh, God, that's awful. Want, yeah, but well, it's not because I'm, 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 well I'm not filled with self loathing. Oh. So, yeah, so I really I like time. He's got more time to hunt people in the woods. <laughs> mm, give him a longer head start. I don't, I don't know why I'm joining in. I'm not, I'm not a psychopath. <laughs> 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 so, loads, loads, and loads of things. Very, very odd. So that's doing that. That's doing the stuff that you're meant to be doing, as opposed to ADHD stuff not doing. No, because I've been like learning. Piano and painting and all oh, sorts yeah. of things. Oh, yeah. Not answering any of the charity <laughs> emails and doing any charity. I answer two a day. I, love you. <laughs> <laughs> I said that yesterday. Actually showing off, realising that Sam and James answer about 3,000 a day. <laughs> I answer two messages. <laughs> Literally the entire time you two oh, were out God. last night, I was just answering messages. Yeah. But, yeah. Good. Okay. Um, anyway, thanks for that, both. Something, something script. We're taking a break in part two. Questions and thoughts from the ADHD adults community. <laughs> I wrote that. Amazing. <laughs> Alex, hi. Hi. What's up? Hello, Governor. <laughs> Welcome back to episode 75 of the ADHD adults. This is one of our extra special Thursday ones, possibly the seventh. Extra, spe extra special. Regular special Thursday ones. Special. One of the Thursday ones. <laughs> where we're talking about the week in ADHD and reflecting on migraines and headaches, which Sam and I do. Head dicks. Head dicks. Oh. Head dicks. Headaches. Headaches. Head It's a brand of cough medicine. Headaches. Sorry. I just did a Sam. Yeah. As always, in part two of the ADHD adults of a Thursday, we're taking questions from the adult ADHD community, mostly uh, ripped unceremoniously from the pages of the ADHD adults Discord forum by Mrs. ADHD and me a bit. So if you do want to ask us a question, get on there. It's good. I like it. Feel free to substitute these. He says that in the script. I don't actually have to read it out. The first question we've got. Are you ready there? Hi there. Thanks so much for all your hard work. Presumably that one's for me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very much the chair. <laughs> your podcasts are great and they've guided me through a whole emotional rollercoaster of self-discovery. Who knew? Me. Yeah. I was wondering if you touched on diet or gut health to help with symptoms of ADHD. Mm -hmm. 
I don't often explain fully to people for fear of sounding crazy, but I stopped eating gluten over the past few years because I discovered it has a negative effect on my mood and causes me to feel depressed and stressed. I still indulge myself every now and then. And the next day I feel so low and angry with the world. I was worried it was all in my head, but I've read a few things linking gluten sensitivity ADHD. My son who shows ADHD symptoms, but he's yet undiagnosed, has gluten sensitivity and has crippling stomach cramps if he eats it. This is something you've covered or be interested in covering. Love to know more. Wish more was known widely about it. The other thing about gut health has an impact on ADHD symptoms and probiotics might help. I think I forgot to mention it, but would love to know if you think there's anything in, anything in it. Thanks for helping me feel sane, Stacey. Well, this is, I hope we're not going to upset people with this answer, James. Uh, well, to be fair, nobody complained about the homeopathy. Or was that last Thursday? It's not going out. Nobody complained about the homeopathy. It's because it's fucking bullshit. <laughs> yeah, but people... Don't, some people some people think it is yeah. real. Actually, that might be the first episode, so we may not have... They are objectively wrong. Yeah. Um, right, so... <clears throat> celiac disease is relatively rare uh, and is where you have an autoimmune disease where you stop to eat your own you know, stomach when you eat celiac because it thinks it's its enemy. Gluten sensitivity is more controversial... The pain people feel when they eat these things is absolutely real and biological, just to be clear. But attributing it to gluten is too simplistic. I mean, really careful what I said, because there is debate in the literature and enough, you know, there's no fact, so it might change. But it it feels like many, many times, unless you've got celiac disease, it's very, very likely from the studies. And they know this because what they did, they took people with gluten sensitivity and they fed them actual gluten rather than bread. And they were fine. And so they had to look in the bread at what it was, and it was other stuff, big sugars and no, stuff. Well, there was, a, there, was, there was a very well-designed study where they had gluten in one kind of cereal bar and fructan. So yeah. gluten, gluten's a protein, fructan is a different molecule. I think it's a protein. And they, But they told everybody that they're gluten and then measured the symptoms of gluten intolerance. Yeah. And the group that had no gluten, fructan, had equal symptoms of gluten intolerance to the group that had gluten yeah. in their bar. Oh. It's, it's yeah, so there is some psychological element, yeah. but there is definitely also biological element to it. But it probably in most cases, most isn't the gluten itself, it's something else, some of the big sugars. And it has to be the sugars, they're called FODMAPs, but it's not that important. One. It, but the F is important, it's fermentable. So oligosaccharides and polyols and other mono and disaccharides that get into your stomach and they're fermented by bacteria. So they bubble up and go, well, it'll make you feel stomachy, crampy, horrible. And it's usually those, rather than the gluten, that causes a lot of that. There isn't a lot of evidence that there is a link between celiac and ADHD. It's just that whilst they're both rare, they're, they're not that rare. So, you know, in one in a hundred, one in 200, one in 300 people, I'm going to have both. Right. And if you've got that, you're an unlucky bugger. Well, yeah. not that unlucky. So that, that, that's what I would say, really. So the, the links are quite weak, but... But the symptoms of celiac, brain fog and all the things look really similar to ADHD, so they could exacerbate something. Can I talk about the probiotics bit? Yes, please. Oh, so, yeah. <clears throat> obviously, over the last 10, maybe 15 years, the gut microbiome, the collection of bacteria, and interestingly or not, you've got more cells in your bowel than you've got human body cells in your body. Like, there are more, there are more bacteria in number than you've got cells yeah one in a hundred cells in your body is human so what what we know from all of these really good studies is there are often differences in what's called the microbiome so different species of bacteria are found at different 
um, I'm going to get this wrong and he's going to fucking rip me into it. Not even frequencies, found in different amounts in different disease states. So you might find, for example, people who have obesity have a different gut microbiome to people who are lean or healthy weight. And there is good evidence, even from mouse studies, mice are coprophilia, they eat shit. And therefore, if you take mice who are fat and let thinner mice eat their shit, they tend to get fatter and the reverse. So fat mice that eat the uh, shit of transplants. Yeah, well, yes, exactly. Exactly that. So and that was some point in here, I'm going to be able to say title or sex tape, and it'll be really weird. <laughs> oh, you should have said that. Yeah, so that, that is a, that's a precursor to fecal transplants. So we do know that A, the gut microbiome is different in different diseases, and B, if you can change it, mm. it might improve. But it is almost certain that all of the preparations of probiotics that you can buy over the counter do absolutely fuck all because they don't have enough um, bacteria. They don't have the range of bacteria and there's very little evidence that they survive the journey through the stomach and into the colon. Oh, actually fecal transplants in adults don't work. Either, do they? Oh, really? I don't think so. I'd so have to check that. Works. Things work. Yeah. Usually uh, it just Diet. takes a while to diet and and medication if you're ill uh, <laughs> that's right, fair and of course of course d drugs diluted so often that the water has to remember they're there that also <laughs> before you get us into trouble with the british society of homeopaths we're going to question two okay this is from sherry i guess um it says it starts with ps which is odd i didn't pick this obviously ps um james i know this is going back a fair way to the episode on pain but has anyone mentioned to you all the studies on how pain begets pain chronic pain primes your body to respond and experience more pain more quickly with future stimuli the pain experience is a real pain response and is real pain but it reacts quicker in response to stimuli than someone who doesn't have chronic pain it came up when i used to work on pain meds briefly in pharma and also when i was pregnant and had to see an anesthetist to see if my history of back injury would prevent an epidural in labor she looks at my history with back pain and, and history of endometriosis pain and surgery and took my hand and said, oh, my dear, you're going to have a very painful labor and explained again the pain begetting pain thing. Um, anyway, she was right, but had also written in my notes, give her an epidural as soon as she asked, don't wait, which I appreciated. Um, Alex, do you want to go first? It's a good one, that a tricky one, because there's some of, some of it's right, absolutely, and some of it's anecdotal and questionable not wrong not the same yeah, thing right. what is right is that your pain is all in your mind it's all in your mind mm. because that's where the mind processes pain not because it's made up so that phrase is really stigma inducing and really unfair because yes all pain you cut yourself on the knee it's in your mind mm. so pain is psychological and therefore there are psychological ways to reduce the impact of pain but they don't always work and and that's the problem isn't it that's this is why it's often used rather than a let's help you get through it with medication and psychology. It's often used as a stick to hit people who feel pain with. Uh, yeah. And there are anticipatory elements to this as well. If you've got yeah. chronic pain and you expect something to be painful, then yeah. your response can be more profound. And remember, as we've talked about in the episode, that people with ADHD process pain differently, mm. generally, than people without ADHD. Yeah. And that can be an increased or a decreased pain threshold but certainly the evidence on this it's not massive and robust there aren't huge trials showing that people with chronic pain do have this no. um blank keeps doing that but um yeah it certainly is possible i like when you get distracted yeah, no. and go out of character <laughs> out of character <laughs> sam do you want to talk about that um 
Do you think that when you think about pain, you feel more or less pain? Well, actually, or someone that has had a lot of pain with endometriosis, mm. when you what, do you find that other pains around that time particularly can be heightened? No. Okay. This is anecdotal, but yeah. I, I, I've really weird relationship with pain. No, <laughs> quite like it. Yeah, and That's I, not a lot of people yeah. do. So I often don't have a, an anaesthetic for filling. Yeah. I'm like, bring it on. Let's test it. Yeah. And I think what I, <laughs> but I've got really low pain tolerance, particularly things in light and stuff like that, but really big for hard stuff. It's dead weird. And yeah. I never realized it was ADHD until we looked. Yeah. Looking. No, I've got different. So endometriosis is mm. obviously a lot of pain. Mm. Um, having a tattoo and stuff like that doesn't bother me. If I stub my toe, the world is ending. <laughs> yeah. It's the worst pain yeah. in, in, and it, I, I feel like it takes, well, it, <laughs> it lasts forever, which it obviously doesn't, but yeah, some pain's better than others. Um, you probably, you probably answered this one. So the, this is from Heronby. Does anyone have a problem with sugar? This is something I've struggled with. I believe it's a base at its base structure sugar is very similar to alcohol though maybe remembering wrong and that's exactly what you've just said i know i don't cope with loads of sugary sweets well but i don't think that's related to my adhd we're gonna have to science to share this for a second and let's talk about that word sugar because uh, the way we yeah. talked sam and i yeah. talked yesterday about the fact that james and i say sugar and we mean carbohydrates because mm. there's loads of sugars but most people mean the white crystals yeah. you put in your tea like the sucrose mm. And so I, I don't know what uh, Heronby's asking if we're talking about sucrose, which breaks down into glucose, which does look a tiny bit like alcohol, but has very, very, very different chemical effects because sugar dissolves in water and alcohol is um, what's called lipophilic. It can we don't, it's very different with very different uh, effects. However, sugars, plural, all of them can ferment into alcohols, not just ethanol, in the body, so there are and there are sugar alcohols, as you said, there are like also, yeah. um, sorbitol, xylitol. Yeah, so I think a lot of people have problems with sugar in terms of pain, in terms of addiction, because it does trigger a lot of the things that that heroin triggers. Mm, heroin, and <laughs> and so I, that, I just want to pick up on that because I mean it's a very controversial area of is sugar addictive for example and yeah in the same way as we talked in the smartphone episode about addiction yeah. and it not kind of fit fully fitting in with the dsm5 for example there, there there is i mean there are loads of articles you can read them online like proper articles about obviously people do go or can go through some level of withdrawal if you completely remove sugar from your diet they can get headaches they can get sweats they can get kind of brain fog. So there are symptoms associated with stopping doing it, but is it addictive? But addictive would be without a physical withdrawal, wouldn't it? That would be a dependent. So it, you could argue, you could argue, and you're right, it isn't It isn't clinically it's, addictive. You could argue there's an addictive yeah, element. It's, it's it. certainly not, because one of, the, one of the myths you hear is that it's 100 times more addictive than cocaine or something like that. Which, yeah, that's just on the ticker you like so much, isn't it? Yeah, I know, it's, every, it's everywhere, mate. It's everywhere. Right, is that everything? Yeah, I think so. Thank God. Okay, we'll take a break. And in part three, we will uh, give some extended thoughts on this week's theme. And yeah. This week's theme and the podcast theme, part three. Welcome back to part three of episode 75 of the ADHD Adults Podcast. And in part three, we expand our 
pretty pointless from you two personal reflections on the theme for this week, which is ADHD and headaches and migraines. Um, so as usual, the first question is what made you choose the idea for the theme? Alex? <laughs> Actually, it's not just because you bang on about it all the time. It's because loads of people do and they ask about it a lot. And James has the teeny tiniest amount of knowledge about headaches, his little headaches. So that's why I think. What about you, Sam? Um, I don't know how many times I have to say this. I have literally zero editorial rights on this podcast. I just turn up. Yeah. And don't long, even read long the script. May that continue. Yeah. And not even invited either. No. I, I guess. Yeah. Can we ask James? Yeah, go on. Okay. The reason it's important to me is less about the headache and more about the impact it has on my ADHD and my mental health. Because it's bad enough. Believe me, it's bad enough having migraines. They are fucking shit in every way. Yeah, but, and this is linked to my chronic back pain, which is what I took the opioids for, which gave me the migraines. There's this weird kind of cyclical thing that the last few times, a massive trigger warning clacks on, even yeah. though apparently they don't work. Clacks on. The last few times I've been to um, a big party atmosphere, let's put it that way, over to Ibiza or to a friend's house for a... They're sex people. No, yeah, for a... For a... <laughs> Bit of, bit of partridge for you there. Sex people in. Um, the last few times I've been to a kind of all weekend sit around and chat, for example, I've ended up um, trigger warning clacks on with suicidal ideation because of this decision I have to make, which is because my back pain can get so bad, I've got a choice, which is being loads of pain. And you're not, I'm not the most fun person when I'm in pain. Oh, you're not, not fun when, when you're yeah, or when I'm not in, not in pain, obviously. So the choice is be in pain or take the, the, the biohydrocodine, the opioid, knowing that it's probably going to give me a migraine. And neither of those things is conducive to being a person at a party. Wait, none of those considerations was that I am addicted to. I've got no choice. There is no other painkiller that touches my pain. So I am now able, after stopping taking it for a long time, I am now able to take really? yeah, the odd tablet now and again. Wow. And I have to because nothing fucking touches the pain that I'm in in my back. So the choice is be in pain, have a migraine. And what almost always happens is I go with the choice of, well, I'll take the painkillers. Then I have a migraine. Then I spend 15 hours in bed, miss everybody else having fun. And this is the reason I've got tattooed and I obviously forget on my wrist. It's not all about you because what happens is I then go into this mental health spiral of I've ruined everyone's time. I'm a useless person. I'm shit. I shouldn't be here. You know, Mrs. ADH, she didn't sign up for this. Yeah. I hate myself. The world would be better off without me. And therefore, the impact it has on my mental health, health is huge. But equally, in terms of my ADHD and my ability to try and refocus after a migraine, it's, it's gone. So the triptons work and I can get up and I can do stuff. But trying to engage with tasks when I'm like that is really difficult. And the final thing is, this is such a bastard as well. I take Lizdex amphetamine. Yeah. And unlike Mrs. ADHD, who has paradoxical calming and therefore gets tired on a Lizdex, I can't fucking sleep on it. And to get rid of a migraine, I have to go to bed and yeah, sleep. Regular time so if before. most of my migraines come on at about four in the morning, but if I get one in the afternoon and take a trip down and try and sleep it off, I can't sleep. And then it's awful because you're just lying there, not able to sleep with this intense pain and nausea and vomiting and the room spinning. It's just awful. So there is a... There's a lot in there to kind of unpack and it's probably boring for everyone that's listened, but that's why I liked it as a theme. Really boring. Right. Uh, next question. Last question. I don't know. Um, was there any thought or tip from the theme that you forgot to say, Cockface? There was, yes. Oh. And it was that 
um, I'm afraid it's psychoeducation, but ADHD, we all know, is linked to anxiety and depression and mood disorders. Sometimes the cause of them, sometimes just coincidence. Actually, more often coincidence than in the non-ADHD people. The problem is that another thing linked to anxiety and depression is migraine attacks. So if you're more likely to get ADHD when you've got those and you're more likely to get migraine attacks, it could, in some people, look like your migraine attacks are linked to your ADHD. When actually there's a third variable that you've you've not noticed or not realised is. Yeah, linked. I think get the word variable in there. It's yeah. a confounding variable, statistically <laughs> speaking. That's what they call it. A confound. I like the expression of confounding variable. And so often it's thinking about if you get these migraines, but you're also prone to anxiety and depression that isn't helped with the ADHD treatment. It's likely that the anxiety and depression. I mean, this isn't medically true. It's individual, but it's mm. likely that it's. A separate comorbidity you've got rather than because of the ADHD and therefore treating that might help you more with the migraines and by treating I'm afraid I mean that the fucking awful thing of meditation and therapy and the things that you need to support yourself with or just you know any level of self-awareness James you know I I don't know if it was deliberate or if it's an automatic kind of response I didn't hear a single fucking word you said you need therapy Obviously. And meditation. You need to meditate. Oh, fuck. Oh, jeez. No. Have we done ADHD meditation? No, I'm not. No. Not. This, you this two can good. do it. I'm not. You can, there's know, a I'm good not. ADHD yeah. meditation. You don't have to be in a room going, Shut oh. Up. Right. Like noisy meditation. ADHD. Friendly. Sam, is there any thoughts? Or I tip? used to do chanting, which I like. Um, hydrate yourself, people. When I was a Buddhist. I think you already said that. Yeah. But so, most people are fully hydrated. It's, most Buddhists are. Most people. Yeah. Yeah, you only need about four or five hundred mils of water. No, no, more so than you ever this, think you need. I know you've said this before, and I'm going to challenge this because yeah. we are all different. I have, yeah, I true. have to have four liters of fluid a day. I have to, or, or I get a headache and my urine is dark brown. Yeah, yeah, actually, you're absolutely right, and I should have said that. There are plenty of people who's, um, who's have got different levels of of the wee hormones. Yeah, and, not and, the and sweating. I sweat yeah. like a beast. He exactly. sweats like a beast of the field. Beast of the field, sir. No, you're right. I like to say it because it's true about the kidneys, but you're absolutely right. And and, and you've got to check for your own individually. Yes, I was being yeah. slightly... Check your wee, guys. Yeah. It shouldn't be clear, though. It should be yellow. I know, straw-coloured. I'm not an imbecile. <laughs> Should I ask myself? Oh, yeah. Um, what about, <laughs> that what about you, James? Is there anything you forgot to say? Yes, there are two things. Okay. <laughs> the first one I'm is... I'm glad we asked. Me too. The first one is related to what I've told you about going away to people's houses or party events. Oh, yeah. If you get migraines, you need to... Try and remember, and we have a uh, we have on the form a packing list which you can download and use if you're ever going to go anywhere to make sure you pack everything. Prepare, yes. Prepare yourself. So if you're going somewhere and you have migraine medication, whether it's a trip time, whether it's a painkiller, um, the menthol cold strips that you can get are really really good. Uh, Mrs. ADH even bought me a hat you can put in the fridge or the freezer which you can put over your head. And That's, you look cool as well. I do not look cool in it. Benny, mm-hmm. um, Benny from. Um, Crossroads. From crossroads, yeah. Did Birmingham a fucking 20 years of disservice. Um, so prepare, make sure you've got everything with you because and I can speak from experience. When you get somewhere and you know that a migraine is coming on, oh my god, not only is the migraine bad, but the fear. I remember once being at Aston University when one came on during the day, which wasn't very frequent, and I just thought, drop everything, got an Uber, threw up in the Uber. 
because I couldn't get home quickly enough and then have the charge associated with that. So just prepare and, and take stuff with you. And the last thing I, I want to ask, bag. a vomit bag, yeah. I want to ask Alex, because he's often talked about this and I don't fully understand it, but ADHD is often associated with hyperflexible joints. Yes. It's also associated with migraine. And Alex has some information or an idea that there is something that links hyperflexible joints and migraines, possibly in people with ADHD. And what is that? It's, it's a really good question. I think we should do it as a podcast episode. So firstly, I, I'm pretty sure your thing, top tip you didn't say last week was wear a cold Benny hat, but that's all I heard. And going back to, going back to collagen, not science to wax on yeah. yet. You know how knobheads in the media go, all ADHD is bad parenting or trauma, mm. when actually it, there's probably a subsection of ADHD and we'll one day split up. It's very likely that at least a subsection of ADHD is because of either a genetic or a developmental problem with connective tissue, um, which is like the infrastructure of a building, like the how the brain talks to each other with neurons it has to be protected with scaffolding and, and doors and all things, and they're, they're made of, of collagen amongst other things. And if collagen is not quite right, it could rewire how everything talks to itself in the brain, as well as in your joints and in your fingers and so on. And there seems to be a slightly, in some people with ADHD, but more than not, with collagen problems in ADHD. I, it started anecdotally, but it's getting more and more traction. And I think it's this is a real science watch this space bit of information. So, so, so to, make, to make that understandable to people, um, <laughs> so the, um, the ligaments that are found in joints contain a lot of collagen yeah therefore if the collagen isn't made properly it may make those joints hyperflexible yeah. and migraine actually stems from blood flow issues i think i'm right in saying that actually it's probably it's yeah probably vasodilation that causes it but um, the cgrp yeah. is a vasoconstrictor is that right it, it, it it's vasodilator but it's also oh, it's also linked to the release of yeah. pain hormones yeah. so it's yeah, difficult and, and, and collagen um you know, again, supports tissues like blood vessels to make sure that they are able to do these things. It's exactly. possible that that's the reason. It's strongly possible. So how do you know if your collagen shit and how do you make it better? Yeah, you can't. No, you oh, can't. okay. Yeah. You, you know, because you'll have hyperflexible joints, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So so I've got the opposite. Someone very close to me. So a lot of Apart people with that. serious hyperflexibility have to uh, often in wheelchairs. You know, when somebody gets in a wheelchair and then you see them walking it's... off and then you go, well, why have you got to do that? Why would I do that? I'm not a monster. I meant you, not, not what. I meant one. I don't mean it's, me. It's, that's EDS. Yeah. And Dan Lost, I've got the wrong name. Yeah. But there's loads of things like that. And a lot of hyperflexible people have that where they can't get upstairs. Where they wow. Can't. Yeah. So it's a genuine and very real disability. Possibly. In fact, I would say probably connected to some ADHD. Fun. Well, that was our episode 75 of the ADHD Adults. And it was one of the Thursday Extraditions of the ADHD Adult podcast. I think it was the 30th to 12th to 12th after the Monday's episode on ADHD and migraine stroke, James's little headaches. Uh, if you like this nonsense, that's properly ableist language. And want to get involved, please do. We absolutely love it. It's really important to us. Contact us on the socials, Twitter, MySpace, and Ask Jeeves. Also on the Discord, the ADHD adults. We will see you next time. Bye all. Bye. Bye bye. Trigger warning, Paxon. Paxon, 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 Paxon. Trigger warning, Paxon. Paxon, Paxon, Paxon.